0: Welcome to the Become Fire podcast, a ministry of the Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit. If you'd like to learn more about this community, visit them on the web at www.becomefire.faith. That's .f-a-i-t-h. Now, here are the Friars. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Become Fire podcast. It is... Myself, Father Peter Therese, I get to host again with my esteemed colleague, Father Anthony Tinker. Esteemed. Uh, <laughs> esteemed. You are esteemed it's and steamed. It's, it's yes, hot It's right. hot out
1: there yeah. in Phoenix today. So yes.
0: Amen it is. Before we jump into things, I just want to encourage all of our listeners to please like and subscribe our podcast. Uh, this is not for our vanity, but it is so that our message can continue to spread. And Father, we were just in Detroit and I would just, would you mind sharing just a beautiful story of how our podcast is actually reaching people? So I had the 11 o'clock mass
1: in Detroit with Deacon, with Elijah, Deacon Elijah preaching, who preached wonderful. We'll get him on here for the summer. Get him Very introduced. soon. you will hear all about it. But uh, after mass, I go and stand at the back, I'm greeting people. The first guy out is like, hi, Father, it's so good to meet you and to hear your voice. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> this is awkward. And he's like, I listened to your podcast. Yeah, I'm like, oh, he's like, actually, I discovered your parish yeah. through your podcast. I'm like, really? Tell me all about it. Yeah. He's, I don't know how he discovered it, but he discovered our podcast, started listening, and- we talked about Detroit at some point and he's like, wait, I live in Detroit. Yeah. And he looked up our parish in Detroit and for about two months now, he's been going to St. Mary Redford, taking like a 40 minute drive. That's amazing. Just looking for, yeah. kind of the charism we offer. Yeah. And so, he was there and and just excited and it's brought his son who's in high school who goes to Catholic school and then he said, hey, they always have vocation talks mm-hmm. at our Catholic school. Would you guys be willing to come and give a vocation talk at the high school? Like, yes, we'd be happy to.
0: Yeah, amen so to that. Just
1: open up a lot of connections. So you- Clicking your yeah, liking, so these like, subscribes and uh, getting us your email address so we can get the word out. It gets uh, the word out about our podcast when people are looking for Amen. this type yep. of podcast, they find it. And then the message. It's so a really blessed encounter after mass. sounds
0: so. like a very grace, very blessed, very, very uh, fortunate encounter. So we're, we're so thankful to all of you who do listen. Uh, we thank you for your support and please like and subscribe. Uh, so, Father. We will be saying farewell to you after today's podcast for about three months. I know, I do. Uh, a three month hiatus, a three month sabbatical where it'll be, you will not be, you'll be busy doing other things. Uh, so, this is a, a pretty typical thing a priest does
1: throughout his priesthood. It's something that's <laughs> written into that, the priesthood after 10 years or every 10 years because we only get one day off a week. And sometimes we don't get that one day off. Yes. And work, I don't know what a typical priest works. I know I'm putting in 60 to 80 a week, mm-hmm. um, you know, just, just on the, the work For sure, of things. For sure, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's, it, there's a lot of hours we put in, and you know, over that, that six-day work week. And so it's kind of like, hey, every 10 years, you can just take – a break mm-hmm. and go and do things you might never get to do. It's a real gift to the church. Amen. It's yeah. a real blessing to go and pray. And that's what I feel called to do. This is not vacation. It is pilgrimage. It is sabbatical. Yes. A lot of guys still go on to school. Like some mm-hmm. guys will go or live in a monastery. They'll do something that is spiritually or, or intellectually enriching for yeah. their formation, It's the ongoing formation. And I really felt called. You know, the as they say here on the, on the reservation, the mountains were calling me. Yes, the, the communal that's was right. calling me. And feel a feel blessing to go in. I know it's going to be hard and it's going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. But yes, I am taking a uh, this, this opportunity to go into pilgrimage and to pray.
0: So this is occasioned by your 10th anniversary uh, of priesthood.
1: Which is crazy to think about. That is crazy. To I've been on Healy River for eight years. That's
0: amazing. It's, yeah, It's amazing. I love it. It's yeah. just time flies. So that's so that is an amazing thing in and of itself. I'm sure we'll be talking about it that some at some point. And so, uh, because of this occasion, you have the opportunity to do this three month sabbatical. So we thought we would share with all of you a little bit of what Father is doing, and then maybe some ways you can maybe participate with Father while he's gone. He's going to be kind of posting some things. So is that my- That's correct. Okay, yes. yes. So I want to make sure. So the main thing is the Camino, which we're talking about, to give you the highlight, we'll tell, yes. I'll tell you I
1: think everything I'm doing, they're really going to focus on what is the community of right. Santiago? What am, I, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? Yeah. Why have pe- thousands of people done this for thousands <laughs> yeah. of years?
0: Francis himself.
1: So I guess just to note, I leave on May 1st and go to fly to Dallas, uh, this? which is where my family is. Yes. Which is when the podcast is out, I will be leaving. I leave yeah. this, this podcast yeah. comes out the day I'm, f- I'm flying. Actually, I think it comes out May 2nd. So I'll be, I'm in Dallas right now. I'm actually on my way to Rome probably for listening to this. Uh, that's pretty cool. But I will be going to Dallas. Mm-hmm. And then on May 2nd, the next day, I get in a plane and go to Rome with my parents.
0: Wow. And we we're
1: going to do – my mother has always wanted to go to Italy. It's been a dream of hers. We were supposed to go when she turned 70, but COVID happened. Yeah. So that didn't happen. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I just need to go with mom to, you know, while well, dad's able to travel, mom's able to travel, yep. well, they're both in their, you know, 70s now. It's time to, to get over there. And we'll be going to Assisi. We'll be going to Florence. We'll be going to Siena. We'll be going wow. uh, down to San Giovanni Rotondo mm-hmm. where Pagopio is buried. And then we'll be going down to Naples and and go to see Our Lady of Pompeii, which mm-hmm. I'd never heard about. And then we'll go up to Rome for a couple of days. But this all is like, mom, what are your top things to do? Yeah. And it was... I guess her her father, my grandfather, was in World War II, yeah. And he went; he was going up Italy with the army. And the two things he talked about when he got back were this image of Our Lady of Pompeii, which they actually had. He got he loved it so much he got it and had it in their house. So growing up, my mom wow. looked at this image yeah. of Our Lady, which has Dominic and Saint Catherine of Siena in it. Mm. And they talked about Padre Pio because, or he talked about Padre Pio because he because he was. Um, there in Italy and all the soldiers were talking about Pangepio who my grandfather didn't get to meet but a lot of soldiers he was with got to meet and so those two things from her grandfather she's always wanted to do yeah, that's and incredible Assisi because she remembers everybody's come back to Assisi it about it's the most peaceful place in the world so she's wanted to go
0: so your mother's never been to Assisi no never
1: wow been, never okay
0: okay this is this is great
1: and then Rome just because it's Rome so just, it. I planned everything around yeah. doing these things my mom wants to do and then after i'm um, i'll go over to our late to fatima to kind of begin, begin. my i'm like, doing opposite let really go to lord's to start and fatima and end. right but i'm shifting it up yeah because i'll be there for may 13th
0: which is the anniversary the
1: anniversary of the first apparition <laughs> so
0: you will be there on fatima for the anniversary for the anniversary wow okay so everyone who's celebrating fatima we will know exactly where you will be right. on that day yes and you better pray for us in a special no, way that you, day god
1: i've been praying for everybody uh, and then I'm going to, the, to start the Camino and I'll have to hike for the next five weeks. I will be hiking uh, about 15 miles a day for 500 miles to get from what's called Saint-Jean-de-Port, which is kind of the tip of uh, f- northern Spain and southern France. It's in France itself. And then you walk along basically the northern part of Spain all the way to Santiago, which is kind of the northwestern part of the country. So if, if the start is the northeastern part of the country, the end is the northwestern part of the country.
0: So you're going to start walking in France. And then you're going to end basically at like the tip of Spain on the coast. Is that yeah, right? That is correct. And so how many miles did you say this was? 500. 500 miles. And you're going to try to accomplish this in how short of a time? Five weeks. Five weeks. Okay, so about 100 miles a week. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So Father, in your preparations for this sabbatical and for this trip and then this pilgrimage to uh, to walk the, the Camino, what can you tell us? What have you learned? What what is this uh, pilgrimage? Why why do people do it?
1: Great. So the history of it is the it's the third most popular pilgrimage site in Catholic history in Christendom. The first most popular was Jerusalem. Yes, and everybody was going there. But Jerusalem is a place of war and has been conquered yes. many times, and it was very unsafe for people from Europe to go. And then Rome, obviously, mm-hmm. which continued. But even then for a while, the Germanic tribes, and it became very difficult to, pil- yeah. pil- to pilgrimage even to Rome. But the body of St. James is buried in Spain. And it is pretty much beyond a doubt. They have The popes have investigated. There's been an official papal bull that says, mm. we declare this is the body of St. James. <laughs> they, they sent their scientists. The chair of Peter has spoken. Of spoken. So I have mm-hmm. no doubts. But so what happened was James... The Apostle James. Now, this is James the Greater. Mm -hmm. Um, Big James, if you watch The Chosen. (laughs) James, the brother of John. Uh, But the James who was there at the Transfiguration, the James who was there at the Agony of the Garden. He actually becomes an evangelist in Spain. So, he goes to the ends of the earth, which would have been a part of the trading routes to the Mediterranean at that time. He goes and spreads the gospel there. He's the first evangelist to Spain. He ends up coming back to Jerusalem for some meetings and ends up being the first apostle killed. Hmm. But two of his disciples who'd been with him in Spain and came with him back to Jerusalem took his body back to Spain and buried it there because people were so yes. in love with this apostle yes. who was spreading the gospel and bringing the faith of Jesus Christ to the people of Spain. So he was buried there in Spain. And ah. they, have, you know, they, they again, they've dug up and they found the graves not only of him, but also his two disciples who were buried next to him. Wow. And an, an old ancient church, which is down there. And so people began pilgrimaging from all over. So we talk about the Camino, which means the walk yes. to Santiago, which is James, Santiago, James. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and people have made this walk, but not just from the route that I'm right walking, the route from Spain, from France. Yes. But there's a few different routes right. of Caminos. There's not just one Camino, many Caminos, yes. many walks. All to go to this place of pilgrimage, this place of uh, of walking and the order of penance existed at this time. Mm-hmm. So at this time, confession wasn't something where you go in you know, every week or every month right. and you confess your sins and the priest gives you three, our falls and three hell Marys and you call it a day. You would go to confession usually once in your lifetime. So you get baptized, you'd live your life and then at one point, either because you committed a major sin or simply because you had uh, experienced a conversion experience and you're ready mm-hmm. or you're just getting to the end of your life, you would go to confession. You, you typically confess publicly and then uh, even if not, you would get a, a, a penance, but your penance was normally a bigger because the once right. in a lifetime thing, you get a big penance. And one of those popular pilgr- penances was a pilgrimage. Mm-hmm. And so a walk to Cam- the Cam- to Santiago um, along one of his caminos was a very typical penance that you would do once in your lifetime. And so many people, hundreds, thousands, yes. hundreds of thousands of people have made this journey, this walk. For a while, because of the, uh, the Moors, you know, and mm-hmm. the conquering of Spain by the Muslims, there was this. Um, time where the the pilgrimage was kind of lost, or where, hmm. where exactly the body of Saint James to protect yeah, it? Sure. They kind of hid things up. They kind of right, uh, and so they people kind of knew, generally knew where it was, but they didn't know exactly what it was because it was kind of they're trying trying to hide it, and he was a little bit too well hidden <laughs> for you know, sure, the, uh, yeah. like the Ark of the Covenant. You know, <laughs> oh, dang it, we forgot where, yeah, we yeah, where it where was it? Yeah. Uh, or the name the the Yud like we don't know the exact mm-hmm. pronunciation of the Lord's name because they mm-hmm. it was so sacred they never said it. So yes, kind of we know probably what it was, if we don't know exactly yes. what it was. And so it's things that was just kind of lost. But eventually, uh, where they knew like, okay, there's around here, and it was discovered this great discovery of the body of St. James. And they, again, they did all the testing, everything else which mm. proved like, this is a, you know, a popular, this is a church, a popular sign yeah. it has the sign, it has a body from that time period, like everything fit. And the Pope is like, no, this is where it's the, the tradition will show us, this is the pilgrimage spot. Wow. And so the pilgrimage kind of renewed, yes. the vigor renewed to do this, this walk. And so every year, and now it's kind of interesting because then not just, where previously it would have been all Catholics. who were going, Right. it's become a, a popular spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. And so many people make this walk for whatever. So you meet all these different people on the Camino who are walking for all these various reasons.
0: Yeah. Tradition has it that our Holy Father Francis walked the Camino as he was trying to get his way into uh, Morocco to be martyred. Uh, and he meets the the, the Sultan in that famous... Do you, do you know, Do they is there a traditional route that they say Francis took... We would Camino. assume he
1: walked the walk on the, the route I'm walking.
0: The one you're okay because
1: the one from France because he would have come up Italy and hit okay. that border, and so the okay. wa- the route I'm walking would be what is most likely the walk the the route. Of now, how
0: did you choose this route that you're doing? It's the most popular. It's the most popular. Okay.
1: It's, it's, and so I was kind of yeah, it's the one everybody does. It's the one Bishop Wall who's done yes. this many times recommended it. Like everybody I talked to, this is the route they've done. This is the one they're Okay. So I just I'm, I'm dealing with the recommendations of course, on yes. this. I, you
0: have to now. Is there anything on this part of your trip, this, the, as you're walking the Camino that you are particularly excited for or looking forward to?
1: I think a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the journey itself. Mm. Uh, and I know because everyone I've talked to it's interesting because you go in Santiago there's the body of St. James and this huge church they have this Bunta Fumara this huge uh, Thurible yes. which is the biggest in the world that swings across the whole church yes. and it's just going everywhere so I'll be there for Pentecost <laughs> uh, I'm actually gonna in the middle of my journeys take a taxi to Santiago Amen, brother. see that it's Pentecost mass yeah. then come back and keep walking uh, hopefully to avoid the crowds as well throughout mm-hmm. the walk but all that to say um, that everybody I've talked to I'm like I ask him, how is the Camino? And they don't talk about the church at all. <laughs> like yes. the reason they were going, they talk about the journey itself. Yeah, And so I recognize that it's the journey itself mm-hmm. that, is gonna, that is gonna be so beautiful. I have the privilege, I'm walking with three of my brothers, not That's the whole nice. time, but at least the last week, all three of my brothers will be with That's me. i will be walking into Santiago together, which I know will be a beautiful experience. Um, there's, everybody talks about, there's this one well, which mm. is actually from a monastery. We go get water's water along the route because it's, you know, but it's actually yeah. wine. So you actually go No and fill way the water bottle with wine. I mean it's watered down, but you just you need to take Hey, a drink of wine come it on,
0: let's go. So there's
1: all these like exciting things yes. like pilgrims do throughout the, the journey. So um it's hard to give a specific there's a castle in the way that everybody stays in at okay. some point. There's all these little little things. But it's to say one thing, I think the Pyrenees, we'll just start there. Okay. It's a really beautiful, everybody talks about the amazing view you have. You get your very first day you are walking up the Pyrenees and mm. just look out. And there's a gorgeous landscape. So I think the views, the landscape, the journey, the people, um, are all the kind of I think some of the the highlights. There's no one particular like this is the thing. Yeah, the journey itself
0: would be the highlight. Yeah, no, that's right. That's that's that makes perfect sense to me. Now you have shared with me that you are intending to make this journey in your habit, Uh, and that I mean. So, could you just maybe share about why you have made that decision? You're going to walk it because that's probably not the most comfortable, not the the easiest thing to walk in. Um, if you get rained on, that's going to be a little. You're going to be wearing a wet blanket for the the entire day. But but you're going to do it. You're going to walk in your habit. So, can you share what went behind? Which that interesting because people
1: listening probably like why is that? That's not surprising at all. <laughs> like, you just always wear your habit. But most priests actually don't. Uh, yeah. So, um, you see. Like Father Dave uh, Pavanka is a very famous book, great man. Yeah, but he and Father Jolieman and walk in, they they don't wear their their, mm-hmm. ha- their habits mm-hmm. for it, which makes a lot of sense because it's very practical yeah, for sure. It's not a it's covering the from the sun would be a practical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not. I like you said, I'm worried it's going to be smelly. I'm worried it's going to be <laughs> like hard to wash. <laughs> like it's you know I can't really pack it because you have to. Yeah. I mean I have a very small pack because you yeah. don't bring anything you don't need because it gets heavy. Yeah, so I'm kind of like uh, here it is. I can wear it and we'll see what happens, but. No, I really feel, you know, cold when I was praying about it. Like, okay, is this journey I'm just going to make? Like, it's sabbatical. Like, I don't know if I, like, I kind of want to take a journey, like, just go and pray. And how much has it become a hassle with, you know, people? You were telling a story the other day. You were, like, on the phone. Yeah. With Father Athanasius. talking about something important. Yeah. Like, at the grocery store, getting groceries. And somebody's like, Father, Father, (laughs) please pray for me. Yes. <laughs> it, it's happened to me. Like I was yeah. somewhere, like That's uh, right. I was like I'm on the phone, and then someone came. Up, was like Father, I Father, Father. I'm like yes. Like I'm on the phone. Like I have to finish this conversation like, This person needs like is talking to me. as one the yeah. person like like at my feet, like grabbing my hands, like crying. I'm like oh Lord. Like it's so the person who's like, like I'm really sorry. Like I just have, yep. I mean I have to deal with this situation. Yep. So that doesn't happen. If other people are on the phone, you're like, you, you just leave them alone. Leave yeah. them alone. But if a priest is on the phone, you're wearing your habit, it just becomes this simple. Yeah, that's right. That's but, right. but so I think for those reasons, one, I'm, I feel like I'm, um, I'm carrying the community mm. and our intentions and not just the community of the Franciscan's Holy Spirit, that's a very part of it, but like the community of those who we serve, mm-hmm. the people listening to this podcast, the people who we serve here uh, um, in Phoenix, the people we serve in Detroit, um, all of our spiritual children. That yeah. That's all symbolized here in this blessed garment, this yeah. this, this blessed habit, which Bishop Olmstead himself blessed. Yeah. So to walk in this habit, blessed by a bishop, and to go into make that journey um, as a as a Franciscan um, is going to be uh, there'd be hardships with it, it would be mm-hmm. inconvenient at times, right? But I think as the symbol of the Lord, like okay, Lord, like you want me to do this pilgrimage, and, and it's going to be an opportunity for for break. And break through. Yeah, <laughs> they'll be breaking uh, along the <laughs> way in many ways, but ultimately break through. And so I feel called to just just wear that, wear, do that, and, and deal with the inconveniences, whatever may come, right. of, of wearing the hat. And hopefully I might be packing Febreze and just crushing it. <laughs> uh, but
0: That's right. We'll see what happens. That's right. We'll be, we'll be mailing you at different setups along the way some some cologne or something like that to cover <laughs> the smell. That's great. No, I'm, I'm super excited that you're going to do it in your habit. I think that's I think that's really really cool, and I think the there's going to be a lot of really blessed encounters that are going to happen along the way because of that. So you kind of shared maybe what you're looking forward to the journey. Is there anything that maybe you're apprehensive about or, or maybe a little nervous about uh, embarking on this everything. 500 mile journey in five weeks? Again, everything. <laughs> I mean, so
1: I'm. Alone for the first couple of weeks, yeah. which I'm a very social person, mm-hmm. and so it'll be nice to you know be, it, but you know to meet people on the way. But some people are probably going to be weird. <laughs> to just lay it out there and be like, "Hey, I'm trying to avoid the like Hey, if I want to have dinner, I'm like, oh, not really." That's so funny. <laughs> and so there's just kind of the like, oh boy, like I have no one to protect me, like no walls of defense. Yep. Uh, so there'll be some vulnerability. Uh, I mean, it'll be it'll be my feet will hurt. Like yeah. it'll be painful. It'll be um, there'll be days I don't want to get up, and so that'll be difficult. <laughs> Um, I don't speak the language mm-hmm. and though everybody kind of speaks English and you kind of get by sure, yeah. and I do speak Spanish I shouldn't say like I'm not I'm, I'm not fluent but I'm not I'm better than most in Spanish, but still there's something about being fluent in the Mm -hmm. language um, that, you know, you kind of, there's little things that get lost in translation. And so when you're, especially when you're tired, like I'm very, I'm better at Spanish when I'm doing well, (laughs) and (laughs) a a, a cup of coffee and a good night's sleep. I'm great at Spanish, you know, end of a long day, low fed, Mm -hmm. uh, my blood sugar low. It's hard uh, hard to, hard to be good at Spanish when you're tired. That's not your first language for me. So, um, I, I just all those little factors, but I think the the thing that I'm most worried about hmm. is the spiritual breaking. Okay, like it's a spiritual journey. Yeah, and in the journey, there's there's a breaking that occurs because the Lord wants to remold wants yeah. to do something on the journey. And so carrying, carrying this cross, the cross of, of myself, most, most, yes. the, the cross of, of all the intentions. Cause I'm carrying, I've, I've been gathering intentions from people, um, uh, very specific intentions that people have been given, but also just the general, I uh, just generally have the intentions of all the right. people who are our spiritual children, um, are, who are ministered to, um, with me. And some of those intentions are very, um, heavy. Mm-hmm. And so I know carrying those will be, a great spiritual difficulty. Yeah. So I think the the spiritual, the, the the dryness in the darkness or the, you know, the consolation, whatever it might be, it will be a, a spiritual time of, of breaking and remolding, which will be really beautiful. I'm really looking forward to, but I'm also kind of dreading.
0: Amen. No, that's, uh, he's, the, the Lord is capable of anything and uh, it'll be exciting to see the, how you come back, change, different because of it. You mentioned that you're carrying all these intentions. So, say we have a listener who's listening right now. I was like, oh man, I didn't know this was happening. I would love for Father, to, I would love to give Father my intentions. Uh, is there any way? Uh, so, what kind of communication are you going to be having with the rest of us? Um, Good question. So, I will
1: have my phone. But I will not, I'll be getting a SIM card over there in Europe. So I'll have a different number.
0: Okay.
1: Um, but, but I will have internet access. I don't have email access, but not to the emails uh, that um, you, I normally use. Sure. So I will have a secret email address <laughs> that, um, you know, a I, few, hope I I hope I make very, a very for the few people email. will know yeah. uh, if I need to be, get a hold of. But yeah. um, a part of this would, if you go to info faith and send an email to us, then you, th- those emails can, will go to me with your intentions. Okay. So I'll know people's intentions. So if you do, you might be listening and be like, oh no, Father, I won't have started walking until May 15th. So yeah. until then, and you can send your intentions in and I will be gathering those, you know, if you- they'll, That's they'll be, awesome. They'll be emailing me, so I'll be, cause I will have access to email just in case anything comes up. I'll
0: probably be emailing. Yeah, the info come on become down, fired off faith, come on down. Know? So yes. So, as so, soon as you leave, I'll probably have a lot of intentions that I need prayed for, so.
1: Info, info become fired <laughs> off yeah. I have, a, I have a full mailbox, which would be great, <laughs> yeah. but send those in and we'll get those, I'll, I'll get receive those along the way. And that's uh, awesome. I'm, I'm also, my intention is to carry us various, various people and missions and attentions mm. for a day. So I'll do my best to, to send this, but like, for example, St. John the Baptist or yeah. St. Anthony's or St. Peter's, you know, what other day might be, I'm going to yeah. hold each of our missions for a day and be like, Hey, this day is for you, whatever happens. and. Um, you know, Father Petri, so we'll get a day. in Father, oh, that'll fish. probably
0: be a really hard day. Yeah, just the just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no,
1: I'm kind of the certain day. I'm gonna make sure I'm in a good place <laughs> uh, to. For so everybody, I uh, join the, the walk, the pilgrimage. Yeah, I'll be uh, just going through the list. Um, I'm gonna try to kind of have all this kind of going. Yeah. And I I was like, all the intentions for my family, you know, just so Mm. whatever those might be. Um, So not only do I generally hold the intentions throughout, but on certain days with specific missions, specific intentions, specific friars, I know, kind of or specific intention days that have been given to me. So it'll be a part of the journey as well.
0: So info at becomefire.faith. People can send intentions and they will find you. Yes. Awesome. And then will you be posting anything? Will you be updating us as you're traveling or anything like that?
1: Yes. I'm going to have a blog going. That blog nice. should be attached to our website. Okay. It will be one way or another. I'll tell you that. Yeah. But it's supposed to be just a separate page on our website. Okay. Which you can just go in and click on the top and get to my blog. Mm-hmm. But um, everybody's been really busy. And so I don't have that set up yet. Sure. So sure, I'm like sure. just getting a blog spot and be like, Hey, but we'll get it out. Our social media we will yeah. get it out in some way. Here's the blog. I'm, I'm using for you to follow along to, I'm going to try to make a daily post of some kind. Okay. A uh, daily picture if I can. Yeah. Uh, and let people know, here's what I'm doing. Here's what's going on. I'd like to send some videos occasionally too, yeah. but we'll just start with, I know what I know I can do. <laughs> exactly. So that yeah. is some yeah. some text and some some pictures just to keep communication up and to people know where I am, what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, it's though I'm away, you're all coming with me. So. Amen. Amen. But please pray for me in that regard. You're coming with me, but I want you to, I want to stay with you in your heart to pray for me on the journey.
0: Amen. Yeah, we'll definitely be praying for you. And we've been praying for you leading up to it for sure. So that sounds all really exciting. Um, We're really excited for you. Uh, So then what happens after the Camino? What, what's how you're going to finish off this? So, we finished up in Santiago on my brother James's
1: birthday, which is awesome. James, James in
0: Santiago on his birthday. James's wow, you birthday. couldn't plan any better than that. And
1: then I'm going to Madrid with my brother John and Jeff for the okay. weekend. Uh, and we're going to go see the Prado, just kind of mm-hmm. hopefully not walk too much, kind of wind up <laughs> and yeah, right. time, spend time together. I'm going to go up to Lourdes mm. and go visit Our Lady of Lourdes. I then have a few days where I'm going to make my way to Assisi, okay. where I'll be doing. About a three-week retreat. Okay. Um, it's a, a, It was going to be a 30-day, but just with timing yeah. with, where the retreat center was available and what could happen. It will be kind of a three-week silent retreat where you might not hear as much from me at that time. Right. Just going into the quiet. Going to go walk up to the car tree every day. Hopefully, I'll go up to Laverna. I might do Laverna before. There might be this this transition time.
0: What is the Cartry in Laverna for? Oh, good, thank you. Our, cartry is listeners. where
1: Francis himself would do hermitage okay. in Assisi. It's up kind of on top of the mountain where the city is, and then Laverna is where he received the stigmata. Okay, it's a couple yeah. hours north of the city, so. But I don't know what I'm doing in that in between, Lords, and getting to a CC time. Okay, I'm praying about it, and I just don't know. So yeah. that's really in the Lord's hands. And so we'll you
0: got to get from Lords Portugal to a CC Italy. No, it, Lords France. Sorry, I was thinking Fatima. Yes. yes. So you got to get from Fr- Okay, got it. So Lords France to CC. It's, it's an easy
1: train ride. So that's yeah. not that. That'll be the easy part. But what I do yeah. in between that journey, or where where I end up. Uh, is is in the
0: Lord's hands. I hope there's a lot of pasta and wine in those three days. You're probably gonna you're probably gonna be a little bit, uh, you know, probably might have lost some weight in the Camino. You might have to bulk up a little bit yeah, as you go. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Some, uh, some nice table wine in France and Italy as you make your way there. Exactly. Like, yeah,
1: there's I mean, so many beautiful places, some beautiful saints. I've never done Southern France. There's okay. a lot to see down there. Barcelona's over there. Mm-hmm. there. Uh, I've never been to Germany, so I'm like Munich. You know, we've got to see what the budget looks like. How much have I spent? Yeah, that's right. You know, I've got a, a budget from the diocese <laughs> yeah. uh, and the friars that I'm, I've got to stick to. So i got to figure out where, where the budget is and what I need before I do that. But
0: Excellent. So three weeks in Assisi for a retreat, mm-hmm. and, and then is that the end?
1: That's the end. I come back to Dallas, and I spend about 10 days with my family okay. just to recover from the sabbatical, yes. from, the, from the pilgrimage aspect, yeah. and uh, and just kind of see the family. And then I head back here July 31st. Wow. So
0: May 1 to July 31, yeah. you're going to be traipsing all over Europe.
1: Yeah, and I'll be, I'll be ready to come back, I'm sure, by that time. I'll yeah. I'll be itching to come back.
0: <clears throat> you probably will be. But you might, maybe not. I might be the like hey, Lord, guys, the take Lord. In yeah, three they might have done some beautiful was, things in your pilgrimage. You might just be in a place of just total peace and contentment, and so that would be great. How long have you been thinking about this and preparing for this and planning this? Over a year. Okay. It's been
1: over a year, so I applied to make the request over a year ago to the diocese for the sabbatical mm-hmm. uh, for my tenth anniversary priesthood. Yeah, and then. I received like the, so it was even there before that, I was planning like, okay, we're going to do this. My, my family and I just started talking. It's kind of, we started talking about it. I was like, man, this is my opportunity. I'm turning, four, so I'm, uh, this year is my 10th anniversary. The next year I turned 40. My mm-hmm. brother turns 50. So you know, I were like, well, should we do it for our birthdays You're like, right, what's the right, right time? Right. I meant to get off that kind of time. I need a sabbatical. That's what happened. Yeah. So we just kind of worked it out. So made the made the request. We started talking about it, planning it, and then got the official word. And I said, here's what I'm doing. And then we started shifting dates. It's kind of either three months of what dates are we going to do. And it turns out World Youth Day is the beginning of August. And it's the Feast of St. James, the end of July. I'm like, everybody will be walking. The, yes. It's an end on the Camino. It's an end on the Feast of St. James. <laughs> the place is going to be crawling. I'm like, I have no desire to do that. Yeah. Like, I am going to do it when there's a whole, because I would like to, because they say when it gets really busy, like, you can't find a place to stay.
0: Mm-hmm. You're,
1: you're just, you're, high, you're camping out because yeah. it's so busy. And no, thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going on pilgrims, but I'm not looking for, I'm not looking for suffering. Right. Suffering will come, but That's I'm not right. going to seek it's it. It's hard enough as it's it is. It's hard enough as it is.
0: 500 miles in five weeks is plenty hard. <laughs> That's amazing. That's really amazing. We're really excited for you. We're going to be praying for you uh, these next three months. We will certainly miss you on the podcast, but we will do our best. I'm to-
1: sure Brother Elijah, Brother Paul will have quite a few uh, um, hilarious moments. <laughs> <laughs> that they bring some hilarity, some levity that yes. will come you know, well, We can only. It hope. won't be as, as 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 deep, but it'll be a, a lot.
0: That's more That's right. Hilarious. Yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, it'll be it'll be a different flavor. But we're looking forward to it. And, uh, but we'll certainly miss you a lot. So, Father, our 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 last question, our, our final question, our little fun question. So you, after, I mean, after you do this trip, you're gonna have done and seen a lot of things. So. Is there any site, holy site or pilgrimage site that you would, that is still on your bucket list?
1: So going to Egypt and seeing okay. the monastery of St. Anthony of the Desert, how I'm named
0: after. That's pretty awesome.
1: It would probably be the next top of the list, I maybe mean, yeah. 20 years. 20 know, years in Egypt, go, let's to go. To go to Egypt and, yeah. and see that. Um, that would probably be the highest on the list of places that I'd like. i really like to go and and see I mean the Hagia Sophia. Yes, that would be really beautiful with Constantinople. In Constantinople. Mm-hmm. Um, there's probably a, a couple others. If I, you know, where saints are buried, mm-hmm. you know, it's probably like I've probably been to cities where I have saints that I love. I had no idea they you, were there. Yeah. No idea there because you've been in Italy. If there's like yeah. three saints buried there in every city. So, but no, I think going to if, the, if I say one place that I would not have done that I would love to do in the future would be to that's awesome be and to see the body of Saint Anthony in the desert.
0: So, if you're listening and you're going to Egypt anytime soon, hit Father Anthony up. He'd love to just chaplain for you.
1: In a few years, give me, let me get through this. <laughs> I'm gonna recover.
0: Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, Father, thanks for for sharing uh, what you're gonna be doing this summer with us. Thank you for praying for all of us on, on our journeys. And if you would like Father to pray for you, again, that's info at faith. You can email your prayer intentions there and Father will be sure to carry them on his sabbatical. And then also you can go to our website, becomefire.faith and check out Father Anthony's uh, blog. That'll yes. be and super exciting.
1: Please give us your email too. So yes. if you're not getting our regular emails, our updates, our- yeah. Uh, newsletters, etc. please get it out because we'll send that stuff as well. The, uh, oh, perfect,
0: the that's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Father, would you please just close us in a prayer? Lord, we thank
1: you for, for the journey of, of life, uh, the journey of that we've been through in Lent and now this Easter journey as we enter into your appearances, your resurrection appearances, and we experience the glory of your resurrection in a deeper way. Send forth your spirit to be upon us and bless us as we make our journey to be with you for all eternity. May Mary God bless all of you in the name of the Father and of the Son
0: and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Become Fire podcast. The Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit can be found online at www.becomefire.faith. That's dot A I T H. The Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit are also a 501c3 charitable organization. If you feel called in any way to give financially to their mission, please go to www.becomefire.faith/give. That's becomefire.faith/give. May the Lord give you his peace. We'll see you next time.